2: Ain't my first time at the rodeo.
3: All right everyone, you are listening to Sugars, Spice and Everything Conspiracy, the best round table you will ever hear. <laughs> and we have my three favorite peaches on tonight. <laughs> yes. My favorite three peaches in a pod cast. (laughs) (laughs) We have Kelsey, returning champ. Kelsey, how are you?
2: I'm doing well, brother. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm so good. Happy that we are together tonight. And then Tetris, goddess. How are you, beautiful? Wonderful. How are you, Julia? Oh, I am just absolutely thrilled. I cannot wait to get this one started. And tonight we have on my oldest and longest friend, Tiffany. And (laughs) she can really dig up some dirt on my ass, so everybody watch out. Tiff, how are you?
1: I'm so excited to be here. This is awesome, and this is going to be the best episode. Oh yeah, best episode of all time, definitely. So,
3: I know that I gave you guys a little bit of homework, and I kind of let you know what we're going to be talking about tonight, but it's something I feel like most women enjoy talking about, which is romance novels and serial killers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. so, yeah. What we're going to do tonight, what I want to show the listeners is how these two things could possibly be connected. And I want to start out with Kelsey. you are the lucky contestant number one. (laughs) Bring it on. So, Kelsey, I know I gave you some homework of looking into Nanny Doss, and I also gave Tiffany this homework, but I want to know, she probably found something different, or maybe I found something different, and then Tetris is going to talk to us about some romance novels, but tell me about Nanny Doss.
2: So, Nanny Doss is a woman. She was born in 1905 in Alabama. Um, She was born out of wedlock. So her mother, small town Alabama, she gets pregnant, refuses to tell anyone who the father is. And, you know, in 1905, having a baby when you're not married, you're scorned, like you're worthless to everybody in the town. No man's going to want to marry you and, you know, take on that financial responsibility. And he has no real biological stake in it, I guess. Um, So eventually she does have Nanny Doss. Her name is Nancy. She goes by Nanny. she ends up getting proposed to by this man named James. James is a farmer, he's very poor, he inherited um, his family's farm. Uh, They were severely in debt and he, he didn't have a wife, he didn't have any children, so he didn't have any laborers, free labor. And so when Nanny's mother moves in with James on the farm, her mom, just a week after giving birth to Nanny, is working sun up, sundown on this farm, like hard physical labor. And Annie's just basically neglected, left in the house all alone by herself until she's old enough to start working. So, you know, as soon as she can walk, she's with her mother in the fields working sun up to sundown. Eventually, they're like, this isn't gonna cut it. We're still like barely breaking even. So, we need to have more kids. And so, they have four more children. And Nanny, of course, ends up taking care of all of them, mothering all of them, while she and her mother are being physically abused, mentally and emotionally abused by James. Because James isn't Nanny's biological father. He doesn't care about her. He does like his own children, like his biological children. I mean, he's still like an abusive asshole. But Nanny really took the brunt of it, just because the situation that her and her mother were in at the time of her birth. And one thing about James is that he hated nanny trying to go to school and become educated because she needed to be at farm working. And so she went to school a couple of times, mainly when it wasn't harvest season, but she would get so behind. She was poor. She was bullied in school. So she was like, you know, it's just not worth it. She ended up becoming like pretty well-spoken, not like well-educated in the sense of like a lot of schooling, but she did read a lot, and her favorite were romance novels, which her father hated. He wouldn't let them, you know, wear dresses, wear makeup, indulge in like any sort of femininity, because he was like, "That's going to get you molested." Um, but ironically enough, he would let his family molest nanny when she was uh, 12 years old. I heard on a podcast um, because again, not his biological kid, he didn't care. So there was one situation where she was at a, a family party, and he had, like, a pretty big family. So one of her uncles is, like, groping her breasts and, like, lifting up her dress and, like, just trying to unbutton her, just molesting her in front of her entire family. And James and all the adults in the situation put the blame on that, right? It's your fault. You put yourself in this situation to be molested. You 12-year-old child, it's your fault. And Mm -hmm. so, but one of the biggest things that I did kind of gloss over, which I think does make a lot of difference in her situation, is when she was seven years old, they were on the train to go visit some of James's family. And while they're riding the train, Manny's reading one of her romance novels, but a pine tree falls on the tracks. And so the train conductor has to like slam on the brakes and nanny's sitting with a metal bar in front of her. So she, when they hit the brakes, just slams forward, knocked unconscious for hours. She just wakes up at her family's house, has no clue what happened to her. And ever since then, she had like migraines. I mean, it was like severe brain trauma. And you can imagine how that would affect someone, especially in your developmental years in your childhood how that's going to affect your brain how you form relationships how you socialize how you take in information
3: your bit your basic cognitive functions are going to be like like you have a massive head injury or whatever and I don't know if that's what led to what she eventually ended up doing Tiff did you get in on any of this when you researched her Let me just
1: say, first of all, that was impressive. She's retained a lot of knowledge. I'm over here looking at my notes like, okay, you basically covered her whole childhood, her whole life. Um, When I was researching her, I just was really, really thrown off that she... Had all those husbands and just basically killed everyone around her. That really <laughs> she did kill everyone
3: around her.
1: <laughs> oh, that's wow. how I felt. Like every paragraph I kept reading, I was like, oh, I just it was so disturbing. Yeah, but I mean, wow. so so
3: Tetris, I never told you about Nanny Doss because I wanted your genuine reaction to this story. So Nanny Doss is obsessed with romance novels. She has like this horrible childhood. She bangs her head on a pipe, obviously. She's got some cognitive issues, grows up, and her body count is 11. She killed four of her husbands and at least four other family members.
0: Wow. But judging from what Kelsey and Tiffany has um. You know, let us know about her and getting her head hit during those very crucial adolescent years. It's understandable, especially hearing about the sexual assault she endured. Of course, I don't, you know, murdering 11 people. It's horrible, but it is understandable. It's understandable when a father figure in her life is letting her, you know, um, get molested in front of the family. And I have learned that people sometimes romanticize death and romanticize murder. Um, And I've seen this in several romance novels. And so when you mention this, I'm just like, wow, this poor woman, it's so sad what happened to her. She commits all these murders, but I do understand it. I do understand it.
1: so do you
3: think that maybe with with her head not being in the right place all she wants is love all she wants is love she's never felt love from her mom maybe from her mom but she's never felt love from her dad she was Mm -hmm. molested in front of her whole family by her uncle Mm -hmm. so i think in a way even though she ended up murdering them it was like she was constantly just, like, needing the attention, wanting love, wanting, and, you know, what they said about her was that she would, um, she would lace the victim's food with arsenic, so she was making poison
1: pies for them, so it was almost like, I think coffee was one of her favorites, I do remember reading that, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just like, poison cup of
3: coffee and a slice of poison pie she's literally like the like the murderous granny (laughs) she's like a murderous grandma (laughs) right right
0: And, and and of course again as I say it's so horrendous all the crimes she committed but when I have looked into serial killers they do often a lot of them have this horrendous childhood they were sexually assaulted um and then I have read some, you know, serial killer books or that combines romance. And yeah. I have read some books, how oh, the book with Holden, um, the gentleman who killed John Lennon was obsessed with this book, A very famous book. Do you guys, do you ladies happen to know what I'm talking about? Uh, no,
3: but I know the guy who killed John the Lennon was a psychopath. Catcher in, in the ride. Right. Right. Catcher in the
0: Rye. Thank you so much, Kelsey. In Catcher in the Rye, there's this there's a a part in the book where Holden is at a restaurant or something, and there's this couple. And they're talking about a funeral, they're talking about death. And as they're as they're talking, they're touching each other under the table. It's like the this was arousing them. And I think somehow this this poor girl confused and put death and murder with love and romanticized it and unfortunately the result was murdering people
2: i was just gonna say like a lot of people with sexual abuse in their past they also tend to develop very dark like kinks like that like there's consensual oh the kinks yeah sort of thing and like choking asphyxiation like the lead play like a lot of that does play into how one develops ideas about sexual intimacy their own relationships and like there are a lot of dark like serial killer romances that i've seen on tiktok and like dark mafia romances that just romanticize abuse and they're just like but he's he loves her
3: and so it's just <laughs> yeah sad to see that like the cycle repeats itself kind of like 50 shades of gray or whatever when everybody yeah. was reading those books but no that's a good point and that's actually what i was going to ask tetris because she reads them all the time it's like do you feel like in any way romance novels if you're mentally unstable could lead you like maybe you have unrealistic expectations of relationships and love and like do you think that might play a part in it
0: absolutely 100 as as um you know julia just mentioned i read a lot of romance novels and i've been this hopeless romantic since i was a child now not in the serial killer sense, but the sense that not. it gives you yes, the sense that it gives you this this unrealistic, um, you know, portrayal of what a relationship should be, what love should be. So even you know, I'm 36 years old, but even to this day, in my head, I'm like Prince Charming and la la la, you know. And it's not, and I think that people with certain mental health conditions can 100 percent get the wrong idea there's this book i read called romeo it was uh what exactly what we're talking about a uh, combined serial killer slash you know romance this guy romance these women so much they were so drawn to me so good with me just to kill him and that's where he got the arousal you know um and then when you read the book It shows that he was molested. The serial killer was molested. And that's, it's bad. And I think during those cognitive years, those crucial years when your brain's developing, if sexual abuse occurs, something like this can happen. You know?
3: Oh, absolutely. Right. And, you know, what's crazy about it is they did a study in 2009 on what like the biggest grossing books were. And, it was actually found that in the USA alone, romantic fiction novels were at one point four billion dollars. Wow! <laughs> yeah. I
0: didn't fact that statistic.
3: I didn't. I mean, that's that. a massive amount of people reading romance novels. So, I mean, it it, it just goes to show you how addictive they can be you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I am a little surprised. I'm a little flabbergasted at that statistic because I love romance novels, but I have yet to meet um, any friends that, that love them, but they're out there. There's more me's out there. Of
2: obviously <laughs> <that statistic. laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, did you ever read romance novels? Um, Well, do you consider like Nicholas Sparks romance? Have you read fan fiction? No i'm reading harry potter right now
2: <laughs> okay well there's a lot of harry potter fan fiction you could check out a lot of dramini For just
1: sure. saying <laughs> manacle.
0: yeah like uh, Juliet mentioned 50 shades of gray earlier if i'm not mistaken isn't that fan fiction um it's a fan twilight of twilight yeah, yeah yeah and and like i love more older Romance novels and and more kind of on like the erotica side, which is a whole other conversation. But like, I, <laughs> Next I'm happy time. to know. Yeah,
3: I'm happy to know that that there are so many other romance novel fans.
0: What about usually? Are you a
3: romance novel fan? I mean, I dabbled in it in younger years when my mom wanted to go to the library all the time because they always had the prettiest covers and like oh, the yeah. brightest, you know colors and pink and lacy covers with all like the little Garden of Eden scene where you know she's like <laughs> taking an apple from the tree or something I was like oh look yes oh, like, exactly I just wanted, like I was that. Like I
0: had to have one next to me exactly what oh, are those? Yes.
2: <laughs> uh, the oil painting covers you know oh, like on yeah. classics what are the old room there's like a term for them I cannot remember it but like the old like scandalous romance novels where they were like like fabio fabio was a romance novel like model those oil paintings are so beautiful that's it
3: no they look really good that's the thing i everything about them is kind of like enticing because they're pretty they got great cover art and then you read them and they're like sexy psychopathic and you know it's like addicting like i said but and sometimes people have suggested that like the escapism of romance novels and like the promotion of psychosexual problems is prevalent with just the romance novel genre. And it's like this idealized depiction of like love and sex. And it often leads to disappointment in actual relationships because you've built it all up in your head. Like you're going to be with Christian gray. And then actually you just end up with,
2: Joe Schmo.
3: Joe. <laughs> you know what i yeah. Joe Schmo. Oh, speaking
0: of Joe, uh, I know we're talking about romance novels here, but there's a show called You. It's serious. Yes. Oh, yes. All, right. Yeah. All right. All
1: right. <laughs> Let's
0: get into it. It's sorry to just kind of go on a tangent, but what- I love it. I will we do best. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yet, Joe from You is so dreamy to me. But he's this killer. And, and you know, I was talking to another girl lately, and I was like, why can't he stop me? You know, but I, <laughs> I, in real life, obviously, I would be petrified. But the fantasy of it, this man who kills for these women, that he's just this super cute guy that loves books, kills, you know?
2: That's mm-hmm. yeah, so why I was like, oh, yeah, you. <laughs> with all, without all the psychopathy, he'd be perfect, you know? <sighs> so
3: perfect tip you got the hots for joe oh yeah (laughs) who (laughs) doesn't be a little creepy (laughs) (laughs) you know who i had the hots for for the longest time was Mm. dexter
2: okay
0: understandable
2: i I like phantom and phantom of the opera you're really not supposed to
3: so we're all dark and twisted good like with dexter think about it you guys he's a psycho serial killer but he only kills bad guys and he's some kind of a genius and he does blood splatter analysis and he does all this stuff and he works for the um you know forensic team and obviously everything about him is perfect other than his murderous side (laughs) yeah (laughs) Even at the end of the day, it's like, he only murders bad people.
1: So <laughs> he can
3: get behind it. <laughs> I haven't seen Jack Dexter
0: too much, but I know I have seen a few episodes. He's really cute, too. And he it's is. the same thing for Joe. Like, I make excuses for Joe. I'm like, look, he's just trying to get rid of the people that
1: are in his way. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves her so hey, much. It's all justified. It's all justified. Exactly. <laughs> But if you want to talk about serial killers and cuteness, I mean, Ted Bundy was pretty pretty oh, cute, too. I can't agree with you <laughs> oh, there. Sweet. Now, here uh, we go.
3: Here we go. Richard Ramirez. Oh, Richard,
0: Richard Ramirez. Ramirez the Night Stalker. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Who also had a head injury. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Ooh. know that. Do you know how old he was when he had oh, that head
3: injury? I
2: don't. I think he, he was young. I
3: think he was young. I don't he remember. had to be young. But you know, it's funny you bring up Ted Bundy because I prepared a little statement from Ted Bundy for our Ooh. episode tonight. Ooh. Because what we're talking about with the romance novels, and there was a study, I'll spare you the details, but the study basically said reading romance novels is as addictive as watching pornography. So if we're talking about something being as addictive as pornography, what kind of a role does that have in people's lives? Pornography, obviously. And Ted Bundy, while he was in jail, right before they put him on death row, or actually right before they executed him, he was interviewed. And he said, I've lived in prison for a long time now. And I've met a lot of men who were motivated to commit violence just like me. And without exception, every one of them was deeply influenced and consumed by an addiction to pornography. That makes sense. Yes.
2: Like snuff films, and like you can, again, you can get addicted to porn, and that can affect your actual real life sexual relationships. And especially like, Porn isn't entirely ethical, especially a lot of the commercialized porn. Uh, There's still a lot of abuse in that industry, which just serves to, again, just it repeats the cycle of misogyny and abuse and chauvinism, which happened to Nanny as well. So,
3: well, like with pornography, let's say, and like Ted Bundy coming out and saying that, I went and I was looking for more information about that statement. And I saw another interview he did where he basically said he started with the magazines, and then he started watching videos, and then he wanted a little bit more violent videos, and then that wasn't doing it for him, so he wanted it a little bit more violent, and then he said, that wasn't doing it for me, so I wanted to do it in real life, so he started raping, and that wasn't doing it for him, so he needed the death the murder part to actually get him off
0: mhm mhm and you know the i've heard this there was a singer to a, a rock band and it's it's horrible he he raped you know babies and excuse me for bringing such a such a sad oh, no, topic. no yeah
1: it's real girl. It needs to be discussed it,
0: yeah and and It reminds me of what you're saying about Ted Bundy, because the same guy, first, it was a lot of women. Then women weren't, then it was younger younger and younger and younger and younger. And it wasn't doing it to him all the way up until it was babies. And it's such a horrible thought. And it's such a horrible concept that I couldn't even believe it at first, but it is the sad truth. And I think what you were saying Kelsey like porn playing a big part in it and it, it not being ethical a lot of it's not ethical um and sometimes you come across I myself have come across things where I'm like whoa, whoa whoa this does not this looks real this does not look you know this does not look right this girl doesn't look happy you know and so yeah. I definitely I definitely think because it just a person gets addicted and then they're not satisfied and they got to go more and more and more and more until they do. They go gotta up the yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know
3: what the, the weird thing about that is, and it's so awesome. You brought that up because I wanted to see why that chain of events unfolds. And mm-hmm. so I came across this study and it said the, the title was how porn affects the brain. And it says, Our brains have what scientists call mirror neurons and brains. These are brain cells that fire not only when we do things ourselves, but also when we watch other people do things, which is why movies can make us cry or feel angry or feel scared. And so these mirror neurons Let us share the emotions of other people's experience as we watch it. So in the case of porn, if you get off watching someone getting slapped, beaten, you know, the really gruesome, rough stuff, and you associate in your mind, oh, well, she felt pleasure when he did that. Then it like you're sharing that emotion with what you're watching on screen and you want to portray it yourself. It gets you off because you're like, oh, well, she liked it. She liked getting punched in the face or like whatever Mm -hmm. it happens to be. Mm -hmm. So it's like you always have to up the ante a little bit because you're like, okay, well, I associate this with pleasure now. So how can I go to the next level, the next level? And it's you know what I mean? It's crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, like. um. Thinking back to even myself and you know, Christian Grey, and I'm a hopeless romantic. And I see these scenes where, obviously, logically, I know this is very painful what he's doing to her. But then the romantic side of me is like, oh, that looks, you know. (laughs) Logically, I know that's not okay, you
3: know. But I'm just like, oh gosh, yeah, and it's like, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about, and because it's like he's a good-looking guy. You're watching what he's doing. It looks like she's enjoying it. And then you almost think in the back of your head, like, well, what if I enjoyed it? She's uh-huh. obviously, she's not dead. She didn't die. So, so more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly so, Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, and the, but those relations, they do
2: involve like a lot of trust. Like there is like the safe and consensual way to do that. But the thing is, that's not the side that's like talked about. That's the side that's shunned is like, having open and safe or open discussions about how to have those kinds of relationships safely. Uh, But the stuff that we're fed is just like Christian gray, which is, you know, a manipulative, it was written by someone who didn't understand the, the BDSM scene, you know? And so a lot of people get that confused. They think, Oh, well, you like it rough, then I can beat you. But it's really not that. It's a lot of trust and communication between the parties, but that's not, I don't, you just don't see that very often about that.
3: Yeah, I totally get. Oh what you're yeah, saying. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Tiff, be honest. You like it rough sometimes, or you <laughs> like it sweet and delicate? Oh
1: yeah, I like it rough <laughs> sometimes. <Yes. laughs> I, mean, I feel like every woman. Well, I, mean, I can't say every woman, but to a certain extent, you nobody wants like that boring, just plain old sex. You know, spice yeah. it up a little bit. A cheek or a slap on your face, or you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're into. It's Tiffany so says she is
3: not satisfied with missionary. Damn it, she wants no. to get flipped and twisted. <laughs> yes, I don't blame you, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> you little freaky thing, you. <laughs> but no, oh. so I did want to give you guys. Um, a list of some names here and then we're going to play a little bit of a game. Ooh. So these are some serial killers who contributed pornography to their motivation for killing. Oh. So here we go. Jeffrey Dahmer. He always said that pornography was what got him, you know, it. he would watch it actually before he would go out and hunt a victim. And that's what got him revved up and ready to go exactly obviously ted bundy and then there was a guy named arthur gary bishop who mm. was raping and murdering boys who also said pornography was the motivation behind him starting killing there's this one guy his name is like andre Ch- Chikatilo. he was a russian guy killed like 53 women and children but I can't really pronounce his name. I'm, you know, don't speak Russian. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we have Ed Gain, which was the butcher of Plainfield. A lot of people know Ed Gain. And then, of course, John Wayne Gacy also contributed his murders to pornography. And uh, some guy named Dennis Rader, David Ber- Berkowitz, and Richard Ramirez all said pornography then there was edmund kemper otis Toole, and the grim sleeper lonnie franklin jr all said pornography was the uh jumping off point to start negotiations in murder
2: i imagine especially like back then that you know maybe like more vanilla or normal pornography could very easily lead someone who's already disturbed to snuff films um because I don't, you know, you don't really hear about them nowadays, but, like, I feel like everyone knows what they are, and there is, like, kind of a history behind that, of just, like, freaks finding stuff films, and then all of a sudden... Or
1: it's like, like what Tetris said,
3: like, they yeah. start with, like, maybe a 17-year-old, a and then it's yeah. like, oh, I, I, I think I want them a little bit younger, maybe, maybe a 14-year-old, and then it's like, it just goes on and on from there. And then to the point where it's like Tetris said, and you're like, oh, well, I need, I need them fresh out of the womb. That's what I want. That's what'll get me off fetal rape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so- It's like, you know what I do wonder? And I'm just a thought in my mind, though, if Ted Bundy or whomever, this guy I'm telling you about, the, the lead singer, if yeah. he were to suddenly think something's really wrong with me, I need to get help. How does one even go about getting help for something like that? You know what I mean? Because you're looked at, uh, let's just say yeah. if you're a pedophile, but you haven't committed anything, you're looked at as a, you know, like you need to yeah. die type of deal. And it's like how, it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, are they born like that and then they're born and then everything else. And then how does one, how does one get help? Just a thought Julia.
3: you know, like how does, one- well, you know, it's like, it's like they, they call it minor attraction persons now they've like, got like their own thing for it like LGBTQ and they're trying to add the MAP onto that which I'm not okay with because if you're a minor attracted person I think you're you need pedophile. to seek help immediately
1: immediately and, and like I did not, not know that was a thing.
3: Yeah
2: trying to co opt yes. the LGBT community very very good job.
0: that really <laughs> makes me mad and now that you <laughs> mentioned that I do remember seeing some videos of some people of the LBGT community outraged. Now that I totally forgot about that. Why are we I trying see- to give pedophiles a, a, a PC name? I
3: know, <laughs> I
1: know in what minor
3: attracted <laughs> person. Like, what the know.
1: hell?
3: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm with you guys. And that's the thing is, like, it, I totally understand if you are... A pedophile I'm not even gonna say minor attracted persons because I yeah. feel like that's some shit they made up i, I if you are deserve that name <laughs> right. if you are a pedophile, <laughs> you need to see treatment, but it shouldn't be like regular or normal or you know embraced in any way whatsoever at all.
2: Is there any fixing that like truly
3: is there <laughs> I, mean, I don't
0: know. <laughs> That's definitely a question
2: for thought.
0: That's definitely, I saw a, a random Reddit post by someone who said he's attracted to 14-year-olds. He can't help it. He doesn't know what to do. And, you know, he said he hadn't committed any offenses. And, of course, everyone was reaming him right away. Everybody was like, you you know, you sick guy. He was in his 20s. At least that's what he said. So that's the question, just like Kelsey said, like, is there any fixing that?
3: Yeah, there, I mean, it might be a pillow over the face for all I know, but it's, <laughs> it's, you know, if you really grew up, like, and this started as a child, and that's all you knew, and that's, you couldn't help it, let's just say they couldn't help it. You shouldn't still act on it or anything like that. I would probably take it to like a per- mental health professional or even a spiritual oh. person. And say, hey, yourself. Please. Yeah. I'm with Kelsey, like
0: I, I, it sucks because I feel bad because obviously there's something mentally, but I just feel like you need to be locked away before you commit mm. it. I, I do. And I, and it sucks because if you're born like that, obviously it's not your choice, but it is your choice to you know right from wrong and it is your choice to yeah to go and molest or hurt a child
3: you know well it's like a loaded gun because you never know when it they'll just snap and like do you want it to be your kid like whose kid do you want it to be that they finally snap and they do something to you so it's just it's really really scary but speaking of scary let's play a game (laughs) so tiffany we are gonna start with you and this is a game everybody knows it's marry fuck or kill and put aside all of the like gross stuff and you know don't be too um literal but if you had to marry (laughs) fuck or kill ted bundy jeffrey dahmer or john wayne gacy go Ooh.
1: Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna have to just kill John Wayne Gacy right away.
3: <laughs>
1: Immediately. And then I'd probably marry Ted Bundy and Fug Dahmer. Alright, but explain answer. <laughs> explain <laughs> how you can say that. I, I just answer. feel like I totally get I totally get you, Tiffany. <laughs> Alright, so I'm killing John Wayne Gacy because first of all, clowns i can't do it that's just a he's a fat fuck in a line. yeah you can kill all the people you want but if you have a clown mask on while you're doing it it's not okay <laughs> um <laughs> yeah that was really the only reasoning for that and then i just think ted bundy was way cuter um than jeffrey dahmer so i'd rather see him every day he oh, had a long-term gonna- girlfriend he might not be a bad husband
3: Hey, He just kills people on the side,
1: you know? Just like Joe. Joe. He loves me. He's killing them for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So you. Uh, you say Joe's name, and I'm like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> is he an option? Because I know what I understand. I know. Yes, Kelsey. Is an option? That's a good
3: one. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Tetris. Let's do Mary Fuck Kill. Hitler, no. <laughs> Richard Ramirez, or Castro. I got I threw in some dictators Ooh. for you.
0: Ooh, that's a really really good one. I'd marry Richard Ramirez. Oh wait, the <laughs> other two options are Castro and Hitler.
1: <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> I don't know. What I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Oh, do you- I want to
3: know why. I want to know. Why.
1: You sure, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: boy! Kill Hitler. Mary, I'll ch- can I change Mary Castro? Okay. Fuck Richard Ramirez, and kill Hitler.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: and kill Hitler. I I, I hate them You know, they're all okay. they're all killers. <laughs> dictators. They're dictators. Horrible! They're, they're all horrible. horrible people. But I guess Richard Ramirez is the is the better looking one. And just because you marry someone doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be sleeping with them. You know, he was a
2: dictator. Absolutely. He's rich. It's that's a bad. good. There go. you go, See, Kelsey. Point.
0: There you go, Kelsey. I I would I think I would hate Hitler out of the mall but I I mean they're all horrible but yeah that's why I want to kill Hitler like over and over and over again and Castro I mean I guess he's just the better option to marry between Hitler and him you know and in Richard Ramirez obviously he's horrendous but he does have that thing where he attracts Women to him, the night stalker. Like all these women were going to go visit him and write to him, and one went to marry him while he was in prison. So there's, there's
3: my answer. This is a super funny. <laughs> yes. yes. I cannot
0: wait. I cannot wait but, to get Kelsey's,
2: and I can't wait for
0: oh. yours.
3: To- <laughs> I know. I want to <laughs> so, hear Julie's. All right, all right. Wait, we to get one for Tiff. Jerry. Tetris and Tiff. I want to hear from you guys. Who do you think we should give Kelsey for options? Oh. Ooh.
1: Oh, Who's somebody
3: know. really fucking horrible? And like some <laughs> heinous murderer besides the one that we've already really testimonied What was that here. BTK guy's name? Buy no and torture Lord, kill. BTK? Oh. your are Oh yeah, you get you get you get Ed Ghee <laughs> in that weird motherfucker that wore the skin masks. Oh few <laughs> one okay, that's the one I okay. think. All right, Tetris. What about you? Hannibal? <laughs>
2: Which Hannibal? Are we talking Hannibal. Mads Mickelson Hannibal? Ooh, I don't
1: no. need to... <laughs> At least I let me have him. She got Richard Ramirez.
2: No.
0: Give
3: me Matt Nicholson. I think we need to put at least one sort of cute guy in there, or sort. <laughs> All of right, people. so we got we got, uh, we, got <laughs> <the gross Hannibal. laughs> we got the gross <laughs> Hannibal. We got the gross Hannibal. And Tetris, you pick a pick a like a semi decent so looking awesome. guy. Um. <laughs> We already
0: had Ted Bundy. We already had. Dahmer. What about Dexter? Can I? What about? Do they have to be a serial killer? What? A, the oh. reason why I pick? Would it? Ha, how about someone? One of the? I know. Well, there were kids. I was gonna Ooh. select the Columbine killers, and the reason is, uh but they're kids. Oh, that's probably not the best one. We can the discuss reason, the.
2: Yeah, but I'm not gonna say that's a child. Sure, killers, sure, children. I, I,
0: I only pick them because I've seen a lot of women online romanticize them and say they're so oh, cute yeah. and, and oh then th-
1: that they were cute. Yeah, I saw that on
2: Tumblr all the time. Like serial killer fan pages like one girl even got like I guess the outline of like the Columbine killers on the videotape tattooed on her. And oh they're like completely God. obsessed with the idea that like if
3: I would have, if I would have been at Columbine, I would have saved them. Oh I my can God. fix oh him. My. Oh. You know what, Kelsey? I'm gonna <laughs> give you, I'm gonna give you Ed Gein. Ed Gein. I'm gonna give you Hannibal, <laughs> and Hannibal. I'm gonna give you Elvis Presley because he was a notorious pedophile. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. Okay. He was
1: i feel like, yes. okay, different podcast. <laughs> different podcast. Yeah, I'll, have, so I have, to, have, I'll have to get you up. Yeah. You. Whoa.
3: Okay. <laughs> Kelsey. Okay.
2: But we, we're not taking into
3: account the crop. Right. We're part? taking it. I'm taking into bit. account. I, I want an so. explanation for each okay. one. Okay. Okay.
1: So it's Ed Gein,
2: Elvis, and who?
1: Hannibal. 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 Okay. The ugly one. The one. The not the okay. cute
2: one. Okay. For that, I'm going to kill Hannibal if it's not Matt Mickelson, obviously. I'm going to fuck Ed Gein. Because, like, he was, <laughs> Hey! He was kind of classically handsome. <laughs> he was kind of classically <laughs> handsome. Mary <laughs> Elvis, because he's the cutest of all of them, arguably. <laughs> Loaded. Absolutely loaded.
1: Oh my god. You a fucking got of his skin mask.
2: As long as I don't have to wear it. If he's in his little basement, I can ignore it. Oh he was a carpenter. He was, he. a carpenter. he was a carpenter. He can build me things. But, <laughs> I All right. All right. All I'm All right. not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> Tiff agrees.
1: You're not I wrong. Agree. I agree. I'm, I I would have chosen the same way. Exactly. <laughs> I know. But now we got. Okay. I want to. Do we get Julie to some. each pick one for Julie? Okay. You get to
3: each pick one for me and don't disappoint.
0: All right. Yourself. I feel I'm like
3: Tiff
2: has the worst one. She's got to pick the worst of them all because again, she's got the dirt.
1: Oh, so all God. right. If- you if you got I mean, a person from our past that was pretty terrible. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm trying to stick with someone everybody knows. Okay. Um, oh, I don't
3: know. And you guys be thinking while she's deciding because my name is free. Can I we get some so
1: Jeopardy theme music? <laughs> oh man, I I'm really don't.
2: Know. Oh, I want to give her Stalin.
1: I oh, was just gonna say, what if we throw George Bush in there? <laughs> George, it's, which one is the most important?
2: Because let's do w. him.
1: H W or W let's go George Bush, not George W Bush. George H W Bush. <laughs> oh, George, George
3: Bush. Senior, goddamn. Okay, oh. <laughs> that's, that's a
1: good
2: one.
3: Good oh my one.
1: god. Chester, who do you got?
0: Do you remember what Scott Peterson looked like and who he was?
3: Oh my oh. God, that's a perfect one. That's There's, a perfect one. Team.
0: My cousin works in the prison that he's in, and she, this goes along with what we're talking about. She thinks he's so cute. And I was just like, why? What he did to Lacey? So, Scott Peterson.
2: Oh, <laughs> my- and he's a thing. bastard. Tell Exactly. And Stalin, he gets Stalin.
1: I get Stalin, here's Pete
3: hey. Peterson, and uh, old George W. <laughs> George H. W. H. w. Oh, fuck me. I'm I don't. Oh, I'm going to kill Stalin. I would say Mary Peterson, but he'll off me. Yeah, like the Kinder Kids. <laughs> what are you doing? Like I'm, I'm going to the bottom of the lake <laughs> if I marry. So, uh, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. To avoid a cinder block death, <laughs> I'm going to just fuck Peterson <laughs> and Mary. <laughs>
2: I was not expecting H.W. to make it out of life. Yeah. Stop. <laughs>
3: you. I would marry because, like, it's like Tetris said, or somebody said, I don't obviously have to be around You here. don't. What you
2: do right. is you put him into a nursing home.
1: <laughs>
2: let it happen.
1: Take all of the his
3: money. Yeah, him. take all of the money and run. That's what I heard maybe yes. you who said you couldn't
2: kill them yeah exactly <laughs> you could you could poison his of,
3: i'm thinking of like some other ones that would be funny because obviously we could do um like like singers and stuff too because yeah. i just did an episode on some of the singers from the 60s who were all involved in this dark weird stuff so tiff I'm going to give you Jim Morrison. Ooh. Who's a fat fuck.
0: Mama <laughs> Cass.
3: He was cute. <laughs> he no, was I'm cute. talking about a female. Mama Cass.
0: Oh,
3: shit.
2: <laughs> I'm not very defensive over him.
3: Hey. You know who Mama <laughs> Cass is, right, Tiff? I do not. I oh, know. God. Then I can't. She was a... She was, um, a behemoth and she was very (laughs) very much so into some dark stuff that's why I say that I need to look um, yeah I'm gonna have to do some research but you know who Jim Morrison is oh yeah absolutely okay so Jim Morrison Jimi Hendrix Mm -hmm. and Janis Joplin you know Janis Joplin
1: yeah I love Janis all right go Shit, I'd probably marry Janice because really? I'm marrying no.
3: Janice. Her I will marry her now. I right. that's her I'm like.
1: That's an ideal situation. <laughs> um, and then I guess I think I would fuck Jim Morrison mm-hmm. and kill <laughs> Hendrix, even though I mean he's very talented, but you got the guy. Go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you kill him, he still is
3: like a living legend, you know, because the music right. lives if on after lives his, his. Absolutely. If anything,
2: you're doing us after a favor. his. Oh yeah. A lot of, yeah. A lot of shit gets really good when someone's dead.
1: People right. Love it after that, Vincent Van Gogh.
2: <laughs> so if anything, you're the Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> that doesn't work because he killed himself. But I you do anything. Like. Sorry.
3: <laughs> no, if he killed himself, it doesn't count, Kelsey. Because oh, we, we did an episode, so obviously you're getting Ringo, John Lennon, and, and Paul McCartney. I'm not even giving you George, because I already know you like George. Oh, it's making really? it harder.
2: <laughs> Honestly? Okay.
3: You know what? Nope. You know, I'm upping the stakes. Yeah. You get Ringo, John Lennon, and fake Paul. <laughs> I get Billy Shears. You can't really make a whole point about Paul
2: McCartney that you just took (laughs) off the table. Off the Um, table. I'm going to kill John Lennon just because, honestly, after all, like when he got addicted to heroin and became just like so, he was always a pompous ass, but it just got so much worse. I think it'd feel good because he would annoy (laughs) me. His music and everything after that, I'd be like, I'm again doing the world a favor i'd fuck ringo just because i feel bad for him
3: <laughs> you can beat the any bitches. you'd be number three for him he'd only have two others no exactly <laughs> and
2: then obviously i'm i'll marry fake paul because he was he had the financial head for the beatles he'd make sure our affairs were in place for when he died
3: yeah I got yeah it all. I mean, it- if he killed you he could just replace you with a fake kelsey and then it
1: could hey, be got just it. A it fake... down
3: pat
2: <laughs> it's not hard get get richard langley from x-files you're sad Ooh.
1: Ooh. all right
3: tiff and Kels, who are some good ones for tetris some some cool musical stars Some cool ones
1: <laughs>
2: mm, are we still going down with like dark rot or just musical? like cool
1: yeah, maybe maybe like some really hideous people and some really <laughs> people. Okay.
3: Like hot
0: guys.
1: So, so it's what? like Elton John in there. <gasps> oh, All, right. All right. Tiff is going Elton John. Kelsey. Interesting choice. I
2: think I want to go... Do you listen to Green Day? I know who they are. I, I'm not a fan of their music. Okay. Then I'm going to switch it up. I was going to say Trey, but I want to... What kind of music do you like? Like, what's your? Favorite? I love rock. I love okay, like electronic.
0: Losses. Yeah, my favorite musician does like electronic, but I mainly Ooh, love rock. Mainly love. Okay, rock. then Tetris. My my contribu-
3: My contribution is twenty twenty two. Alice Cooper.
2: And I'm giving you twenty twenty two. Mick Jagger. <laughs> you don't even to get young, Mick Jagger. <laughs>
1: So I'm trying to remember what Alice Cooper looks like. I'm like, I'm Google him real quick on your phone.
3: I want you to really think of his face. I'm on the phone.
0: I am so sorry. Oh. I'm being oh, so I difficult. You. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I, Wait, I Kelsey's, to got you. Kelsey's
3: got I you. you. Kelsey's got you. I need to know what I'm working with real quick. Very. For, ooh, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> 2022 Mick Jagger. That tops mine even.
1: Uh, almost good makes a big difference. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, I almost said twenty twenty two Ozzy but oh. <laughs> Aussie—that's a know. good one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh.
1: So <laughs> oh. I'm crazy. killing him <laughs> <ever>. immediately <laughs> now.
0: Marrying Elton John
2: because I do, I do love Elton John, and I.
0: Like, Oh, yeah. Fucking 2022, Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> it was between Mick Jagger and and Alice Cooper, between 2022, I I do think Mick Jagger
3: slightly more attractive. So. Yeah, he he looks less like a crushed out cigarette, but
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you in the, That's the perfect way to describe him truly. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> And oh like that God. was a Marlboro Red stud or stud outside he, the bar. Oh, he's a Marlboro for it. You're like, oh, I that was the her. most <laughs>
1: perfect description. <laughs> a crushed
3: out cigarette. Oh my gosh, so Julie. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Do you think, Tiffany, that romance novels can lead to weird sexual deviant behavior in the hands of the wrong person?
1: Absolutely. Words in general are so powerful. If you're reading a whole book full of all of these fantasized ideas and yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, I agree. Tetris, what are you,
0: where are you on it? 100% I agree with Tiffany. I even have one right here. And in this book. Ooh, is it he, Western?
2: Yeah, it's, it's not a
0: Western one. It's called Nelson Burn. I like older uh. ones. And I was just showing you ladies, because in this book, he loves a woman. And the first time they, they make, it's not making love. It's rape. And it, and I read this when I was much younger and it on it and it romanticizes it and it messed with my head. it messed with my head and led me to believe that that is something normal. So 100%, I agree with Tiffany, that it can, especially somebody with mental issues.
3: Absolutely. Kelsey, where are you at on it? I
2: agree. I think, especially, like, it's hard for maybe, like, less socialized people or people who do struggle with mental illness. It's hard for them to, like, maybe distinguish between reality and fiction. And, like, especially if you consume as much of it to... Have such a detrimental effect such as porn then yeah I think so and especially with the way that women are socialized just as women we're expected to do anything for love whether that get be get beaten or you know have children with them and put them in that same situation I think it just further enforces that idea of women as subservient women as objects
3: yeah. 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 Like uh you should like it any position I put you in because, you know, obviously I've seen a, a video of this girl and she liked it like that. So why don't you like it like that? It's a it's a weird, slippery slope of of sorts. It is. And, you know, to, just to wrap it up, I'm going to ask our honorary question. But so. Kelsey, I already know yours, so I'm going to have to come up with a different one for you. But so, Tetris, of course, what is your favorite scary movie?
0: Oh, I am a big chicken. Very, very scared. <laughs> I get scared very easily. <laughs> I do love the movie The Others that came out a long time ago 2001. Oh, okay. It was very scary very scared but also a lot of a lot of other people that are not as easily spooked as I am they were scared so I do I do love uh, the others yeah that is
3: the first like. time I've heard that answer that's awesome oh yay but I mean so do you you do like poltergeist though right I I honestly
0: haven't I haven't watched it too much I like it but it's very scary considering what the actors yeah yeah it's very scary and i and And i won't lie i mean i
3: get i get like chills talking about it
0: because of mm -hmm. what actually happened to the to the
3: actors and actresses oh god yeah yeah. it's dark it is really dark and
1: tiffany your favorite scary movie Mm -hmm. you know i have not watched a scary movie since like your house (laughs) You can't come over to <laughs> my house without getting out of it. With a oh, no. Remind the me one that pops into my mind is The Orphan. I don't know if you have ever even heard oh, of that. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, the the that creepiest. was a good one thing ever. So that's the that's my answer. I love it. No, that was a
3: really... That was the one where it was like a grown woman, but she was yes. playing like a little
1: girl. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they're
3: coming out with a part two of that.
0: No. Oh, whoa yeah, I'm so they're... curious about Julie. oh I'm sorry to interrupt no yeah. no go. Ahead. oh no I was gonna say I'm curious about your favorite uh scary movie
3: my favorite scary movie aside from poltergeist is I want to say it follows I don't know if you guys have ever watched that uh I looked like a featherless chicken the entire time I was (laughs) terrified and that is really saying something because I don't get scared I got scared at that movie and I got scared at insidious oh
0: Insidious sounds so scary and I was gonna say you don't strike me as someone that gets scared too easily with yeah,
3: these are not Tetris approved movies. These are not <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I got I got three chickens in my. I thought they were peaches. Turns out they're chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but no, Kelsey. Oh, I fully admit it. Chicken all the way. <laughs> so we have. I think I think Tiffany's like a chicken nugget because she'll watch <laughs> some of it. I love but Tetris is like a whole chicken drumstick. She's a chicken drumstick. I'm the
0: whole chicken. The whole (laughs) whole
3: chicken. The whole chicken. (laughs) And Kelsey Kelsey watches saw movies, so I'm gonna say she's Mm -hmm. like a chicken wing. Yeah. Cause she she likes the saw movies. And she said she watched the conjuring. I don't know if she finished the conjuring. How dare you? (laughs) <laughs>
1: I didn't finish the grudge. So, oh, you like the about exorcism? No, I didn't finish the grudge. Mm-hmm.
0: Tiffany, that's a good point. When I was, I saw Exorcism of Emily Rose in theater, and I that's had, to, I almost, one. oh gosh, I had, oh. to I almost fainted, and I had to get up and leave. This is why I say I'm the whole chicken
3: oh god yeah that movie i'll tell you it felt almost like it could really happen to somebody and that's mm-hmm. the scariest part uh, is that yeah. you you open the door to some shit you never know what's going to come on through mm-hmm. so i mean and i'm i don't want to be like a hypocrite like oh it's an invitation don't watch it because i watch them all the time but you have to think like if all you watch is like demonic exorcism and devils and ghosts and then you wonder why you can't be at your house alone at night that's probably <laughs> why you know yeah. what I'm saying
0: <laughs> yeah I recently too been um seeing these posts that everything we consume everything we watch everything we look at makes a staple in our in our mind whether we realize it or not it you know it 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 affects us so that's a really good point
1: absolutely yeah because let's just say the
3: director was like into like devil worship or something and they wanted Mm -hmm. to create this movie that when you watched it it would open the door to something right some some freakazoid psychopathic director or something Mm
1: -hmm. if you think about it
3: I think a lot of like the hostile movies and Eli Roth movies, they do that because when you think about the movie later on, even if it's months later or weeks later or years later, it's still an assault on your memory (laughs) because you'll never forget it. It's always in your head. So I don't know. I, I agree with you. Everything we consume, it's on purpose, probably some of the stuff that's in there. So we always have it it's Mm -hmm. like ingrained in our memory Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. i like funny movies too i like i like dumb and dumber i love jim carrey Mm. i told tetris how much i love jim carrey (laughs) i love it no i i absolutely i mean kelsey you're probably more of one to answer a favorite funny movies question
2: oh gosh honestly there are too many because i like i like stupid ones sometimes that's great.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you just wanna watch
2: stupid stuff. Is it sad that I wanna say like what is it? Uh Holy Python? No. Mont Holy oh, the Monty, Holy Grail? Holy Grail. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That one.
1: What's the title? Damn, that is
2: old!
3: You ain't watched anything funny <laughs> since that? I have. I <laughs> like it. <laughs> no, i'm just giving you a hard time it's it. like, that's an older one i do
2: like british humor because i think british humor is so stupid sometimes i love it because it's just like very dry but sometimes <laughs> it's the most obvious joke you can make and that's what makes it funny.
3: so do you okay. like ricky gervais then
2: no not him
3: I'm oh you don't like ricky gervais stuff.
2: no <laughs> oh god i don't suggest myself to him I would say, mm-hmm. uh, I can't say have you seen Top Gear? Like that's an example of what I'm talking about, even though they're not the greatest people. But
1: is that the show with that. the three guys? Yes, the original. That, that's actually with, like, hilarious. Jeremy Clarkson,
2: Richard, whatever, and then James May.
3: So Oh my god, movie. I've never seen this shit. Send me the link.
2: It's like a whole like twenty season show. <laughs> I can't just leave like, sending. Oh one my
3: movie. god. Yeah. First time got hearing about off it. The BBC. They like long-term
2: host. Long-term host. Yes, it wasn't very good.
0: (laughs) I like curb your enthusiasm. Like I'm not too much of a fan of British, but curb your (laughs) enthusiasm. Wait, that's not even a British show, is it? Actually, no. I don't don't think it's a British. It's it's the creator creator of Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. Um, and he's he's in it, and and it's very
3: humorous.
0: That's why I connected it to what you said. And
3: I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I like I like dry <laughs> sense of humor, too. And I love goofy stuff. I mean, I'll pretty much watch anything. But if I was going to pick a favorite, obviously, I'm going to watch a scary movie as long as my husband's home and the gun's loaded and all that. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. You know, a couple of movies I've, I've seen recently would be, like, The Black Phone. That was amazing. And it's actually Stephen King's son. Did you guys know that? I didn't you know, know he had a
1: kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, guess it's I don't Stephen know anything King's about him.
3: Son. So that just even added more, like, mystique to the movie for me. Mm-hmm. And then I watched Nope by Jordan Peele. Which is uh, it just came out like literally like two weeks ago. It's like an extraterrestrial aliens, they see UFOs and stuff. Ooh. Absolutely phenomenal movie. And Tetris, you can definitely watch this one. This it's Tetris, it's gonna, it's, it's okay Tetris for the, the big, big, yeah, thing. it's Tetris approved. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a, what, what you said, it's called Nope,
3: yes, nope and if you haven't watched get out by jordan peele that's also your homework
1: get out oh,
3: get out that's a good one man i think
1: that do you think she could handle it yeah that is not too bad it's more suspenseful i would say than like super uh, scary i get yeah
0: like things a- that you guys will like <laughs> like think is i was like three or four and you know rapunzel when they cut yeah. her hair that was like, I don't know, shock value kind of, and for a three-year-old, I don't know why that shocked me. I am very, I'm an odd, odd one, ladies. All right, I take we back everything I just women. said. I do not
3: watch them. Please, <laughs> Tetris, do not watch them. I don't wanna, I want to wanna be responsible
1: for your drama. I will be
0: like Julia, I pass out at the first scene. I am very odd, I pass out to like shock value things or like i I odd oddball odd (laughs) the bridgertons is not a movie but i just wanted to add it's very romantic beautiful
3: love bridgerton love it did you see their are filming season three yes
0: the duke
3: the the duke oh my god Just melt your freaking heart right out of
1: your oh chest. Gosh, and he's just his posture. And Tiffany, have you seen? Um, the- I have not seen Bridgerton. Ooh. Go to hell, Tiff. T- t- Are I you know. serious? Me. I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy for the eighty-fifth time. Oh, and so like, you're not even doing. anything Constructive,
3: you're freaking re-watching <laughs> a show julie there are millions
2: of little nuances that she could have missed the first 84 times that she watched that series
3: thank you Hell, she, she, just... she, does, she does not need your support she's got mental illness 84 I'm times you, yeah. uh it has dr McHottie
0: and dr McSteamy. so i'm with you
3: today. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> all right well if we're talking about doctor shows did you guys like house oh Remember i'm I obsessed this? with house
1: I'm man obsessed. i thought
3: he was hot for some reason he was super hot you? Oh, then I need to this. That it, yes. was, yeah, it, it was his it was his yeah, mind and that. that he would have just told any given person to jump off a cliff whether they had cancer or
1: not he'd just be like go oh. die yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the same <laughs> Yeah, basically. It's all like it. an addiction.
3: Don't forget about <laughs> yeah. it. absolutely. He was popping pills left and right, which like, might have also added to his uh, his attraction for me. What did you guys think about our uh, sugar, spice, and everything conspiracy? We killed it.
0: We, we killed pretty it. killed it.
3: I love it fun. Our
0: little. I love you, ladies. This is you guys. It's like the four of us together made some great conversation.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Great. I she really like the that energy. <laughs> you know. Do I hear it <laughs> <one or> too?
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, No. So that? that's the best part. Is like, let's say, let's say I'm going to do this once a month. So let's say for October's episode, I have on one of you, but it'll be two other people. You see what I mean? So you always meet new people. It'll always be different conversation. And it's great because it's like, when in the world would my coworker and my best friend from high school meet my new best friend that I met on Instagram? <laughs> Come on, that's crazy. Other, if it wasn't for the internet, we wouldn't have. We'd possibly never met. Connected. I know. It's absolutely wild. But so Tetris, I know you have your own podcast. So I want to ask you if you'll please plug so people can go and find you. Oh, thank you so much.
0: I am under the Instagram handle goddess of Tetris. And in addition to playing Tetris, as my name suggests, I am a <laughs> podcast hostess. My podcast name is goddess girl session. Julia was one of my top favorite guests. Um, I interview uh, everybody even some bands some celebrities people with health stories fellow hosts and hostesses so I really would appreciate anyone to come and check it out and any of you ladies are welcome to be a guest I would love to talk to any of you and thank you for that Julia
3: absolutely no your podcast is killing it I love it because you will talk to anyone and you just have the sweetest kindest heart and you're just you just blow my mind every time oh thank you so much do you want people to find you or not? You're obscure <laughs> these days. You don't even <laughs> log into Instagram. Instagram. No,
1: nope. I'm off the grid. I love it that way. <laughs> Julia knows how to contact me. <laughs> I have to send a pigeon to her house. With a message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it says, do you want to join my ten podcast? Ten. I know. No one. I know. The pigeon
3: had to fly the <laughs> link. Julie, come on.
1: Well, Kelsey, I know you get on
3: Instagram periodically, so do you want to plug?
2: No, I just get on it to like your stuff.
3: That's Man, even better. Oh, you guys that's are behind right. the scenes. Me and Tetris are, you know, we talk enough for the both of you, so it's okay. <laughs> <They agree. laughs> But all right, thank you so much, ladies, for being on Sugar, Spice, and Everything Conspiracy. It was an absolute blast. And to my listeners, thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next one.
2: Am I out of my head? Am I out of my mind? If you only do the bad things alive.
0: That I can't explain it What can I say, it's complicated <sighs> No matter what you say, no matter what you do I only wanna do bad things to you So good, so good. that you can't explain it What can I say, it's complicated
3: right. Nothing's that bad, if it feels good So you come back, like I knew you would And we off both wild, and the night's young You're my drug, breathe you into my face numb Drop it down to that bass drum I got what you dream about Nail scratching my back, tap Eyes closed when you scream out And you keep me in with those hips While my teeth sinking those
2: lips While your body's giving me life And you suffocating my kiss Then you You said said I want you forever Even when we're not together
1: Scars on my body so I can take you wherever I want you forever Even when we're not together on my body, I can look at you and
3: never ever.
2: Am I out of my head? Am I out of my mind? If you only knew the bad things alike, Don't think that I can't
0: explain it Why can't I say it? it's complicated? No matter what you say